It's Cookie Lab. Hello and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And this laboratory is a delicious laboratory filled with all of the ingredients that we need to bake and taste our cookies. And subsequently discuss. And subsequently discuss. And there's a history part of the laboratory, and there is a science part of the laboratory, and there is a Labrador retriever part of the laboratory. And so as you can imagine, this laboratory is just kind of a mess. All the time. In this laboratory, we bake and we taste cookies, and the inspiration for our cookies so far has been the 24 uh, days of cookies from the New York Times. We're here to discuss cookie number four. Today's cookie was described as toasty. Toasty! These are brown butter toffee sandwich cookies. Every single part of that is fabulous. Let's break that down. Brown butter, toffee... And a sandwich cookie. So it's brown butter icing pressed between crisp toffee cookies. It is a work of art visually alone. It's got a perfectly round, perfectly flat sandwich cookies, some delicious looking cream in the middle. And then it's got something, some shininess on the top with some fancy slivered almonds pressed into it. I mean, wow. It's a wow factor cookie. Now, if you've been following the podcast, you know that our model for the cookie is two parts flour, two parts sugar, and one part butter. This... How do we do on this one? This is two parts flour, a half a part of sugar. Oh my gosh. Plus some toffee. It's practically a cracker, Chris. It is, right? And a quarter of butter. A quarter what? A cow. A quarter of a cow (laughs) of butter. Uh, So you know this is going to be what, Jill? A crispy cookie. Doesn't have a lot of fat to make it really fudgy, chewy. The texture molecules, right. And and there's no specialized sugar How am I doing on the test, by the way? Very good. Uh, So far, so good? You got 100% on that. But it does have toffee. And I I bet you're wondering all about toffee. I don't have to wonder. I just have to put it in my belly. Do you like toffee? Oh, yeah. It's like a hard caramel situation. Right, exactly. Uh, a chewy, crunchy, right? And and I didn't have to make the caramel for these cookies. I just could I could buy Heath toffee. Yeah, oh, know, oh, so to, like a, a Heath bar. Oh, the chips. Okay, and then you can melt it. Yeah, it's not. it doesn't have the chocolate in it or anything. It's just like toffee That's chips. That's uh, morsels and uh, but toffee also you know has a history it's just white sugar and butter and some salt sometimes heated to caramelization mm-hmm. uh, which is about 300 degrees and then it's rapidly removed from the heat poured on a, a pan of some sort and then broken up into small pieces after it cools it mm-hmm. cools very quickly and Again, we've talked about sugar before in in the previous episode. The British Empire pretty much ran the sugar trade. And so... Those guys. They were able to make toffee because they have access to a lot of cheap sugar. And so we regularly call toffee British toffee, I guess. Uh, English toffee English is what to- I would call it. English toffee. Yeah. In- yeah. We regularly call 
toffee, English toffee. The difference between American toffee and English toffee is that we usually put in no, some type... No tax on the stamps. Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, it, it has no tea in it because we threw all the tea overboard. It has nuts in it usually. It's a brittle. American? Yeah, yeah. American toffee has nuts. Usually. And, Brit- and English toffee does not. Right. So in a little nod to America... In a nod to the American Revolution, this cookie has some almond slices on the top of it. And this was a cool cookie to make. Love uh, it. Because you made the dough and then following the recipe, and then you put the dough in the refrigerator for a half an hour, and then you rolled out the dough like a sugar dough, like a sugar So like in dough. the 16th century, before there were refrigerators... They could not make the How? Cookie. How would you have chilled your dough? You could only make it in the winter. Mm-hmm. You're eating the cookie. No, I'm eating a different cookie. Oh, what? Well, oh. I'm eating last week's cookie. I saved it. When is the time to eat the cookie? It's not time yet. Sorry. Okay. So uh, you roll this out, and then you have to have a two-inch cookie cutter, which I didn't have. So I went around measuring a whole bunch of different jars that I had, and I found a two-inch mm-hmm. hole mm-hmm. opening like in a, a di- jar. Like the diameter the diameter was two inches. and uh, Now, the cookie that I'm holding, it is about two inches. It's exactly two inches, yeah. I don't th- I think you succeeded, and I also di- think it didn't, like, ooze out and spread too much. You know so it's why? Perfect, it's a perfect circle. Tell me why. You know why? So you, you roll these out to about a quarter of an inch or the height of two pennies, and then you cut the discs, you put them onto your cookie sheet, and then you freeze them. Oh, again... For a not going to be making this cookie solidly frozen in 1589 in the summer. Right. And then you slip them into your oven. Okay. And and bake them. But just prior to doing that, you make an egg wash out of egg yolk and water. And, and that's you, the shiny thing I'm looking at. And you put it on top of the frozen dough and then you sprinkle it with the almonds and then you there you have your cookie. Work of art. A work of art. Uh, the icing is completely different. It, you take unsalted butter and you melt it. Oh, this was, yeah, yeah, unsalted butter. And then you mix it with vanilla and kosher salt and a lot of confectioner sugar. Uh, and it makes an icing. And then you pipe it into between the two cookies and you've got your cookie. Ready to taste? Yeah, I can't wait. Here we go. Mm. Mm. I can taste the brown butter and the toffee. It's crunchy. The sugary filling is so sugary. Too sugary? What do you think is going to happen to me when I eat this cookie, Chris? I you think got, you know what happens. Well, there's going to be a sugar bomb in your belly, and you're not going to be able to function ache. for the rest of the day. But for you, hours. Will you enjoy Worth it? Oh, enjoy, yeah. Enjoy every, every last bite? The con- it's like the consistency of the cookie is like a snap. It's like a ginger snap. Not ginger flavored, but it's, got, it's so crisp. Well baked, my friend. This is a cookie that will definitely cure your sweet tooth. If you're looking for something, if you need something that is really sweet, this is it. What's nice, I think, is that the cracker-like consistency of the cookie 
kind of offsets mm-hmm. that that sweetness just a bit, just enough. This goes well with a cup of coffee mm-hmm. or a warm beverage that is not sweet. And Mm-mm. I think it's, I, I think again. Yeah, you would not eat this with your hot cocoa. I'm going to give this cookie a three out of three. This is a, this is an outstanding cookie. Chris, I'm looking at the recipe on the Times because, you know, I have multiple computers set up here. Yeah, right. In, in the lab, because it's a laboratory. It's a laboratory. So I've got a computer on the recipe. And in the comments, Sarah wrote one week ago, anyone brave enough to try these with GF flour and want to report back? Well, they should be listening to our podcast because... I think you should report back because these are GF and delicious. Every one of our cookies is made with GF flour. And it's just the regular GF flour that you can buy in the supermarket. Uh, We tend to use King Arthur's one-to-one or Bob's one-to-one with xanthan xanthan gum already in them. And, And nothing special, no change in the recipe at all. And these cookies all have worked beautifully. So we'll let Sarah uh, from the New York Times know. uh, uh, Sarah, if you're out there, they're good. Shout out to you. Try it. Oh, and you brown and you cook your butter for for the icing until you get bits of brown butter at the bottom of the pan. You just heat the butter, you stir it regularly, and, and it takes about six to eight minutes. And it's, it'll be brown. So Got it. And especially if you've kept it on your belly to soften it to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need a little less time. I'll listen back to one of our previous podcasts to hear about the trick of duct taping butter to your belly. Yeah, to be softening. clear, that's Chris's trick, not mine. <laughs> All right. Next week, we are moving on. On to to other things, and I think one of the the podcasts that is coming up is going to feature one of your favorite television personalities, Jill. I don't watch television. What are you talking about? Mr. Ted Lasso. Oh, yes, I do watch that show. Okay. That's all we'll have to say. So I, I watch like one show a decade, and that's the one. And I'm so excited for Biscuits with the Boss. It's a Ted Lasso shortbread cookie recipe, and we're going to have a special guest to help us try it out. Excellent. We'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs>